Hey, thank you for tuning in to Passion for Purity. This is the podcast for Christian young men who are fighting to have sexual integrity while living in a hypersexualized culture. I'm your host, Wesley Reinhardt, and this is episode 08, entitled Proverbs 7, The Two Women You Need in Your Life. In it, we'll take a look at those first five verses of Proverbs 7 and the implications that they carry for our sexual integrity journey. Let's dive in. So, Proverbs 7 uh, is known as the the proverb of the seductress woman, or the simple man and the harlot, right? And if, if you've read through those first uh, several chapters of Proverbs, you see a lot of the familial wisdom. My son, uh, listen to what I'm saying here, you know, listen to the laws of your mother uh, and embrace wisdom, right? That seems to be the general theme. And as a result, uh, an outflowing of that is is the importance of the sexual ethic. And so Proverbs 7 paints this picture then of a young man who lacks the wisdom and the ethic, and, and he goes and he finds a prostitute, he sleeps with her, um, but it says that ultimately he's he's going down to death. Uh, that's where his, his journey has taken him. Uh, so it's a, a really fascinating chapter. It's got a, a load of implications and, and insights uh, for our fight for purity today. Um, and so we're going to take several episodes, uh, maybe not the next few, but we'll do one now and, and then come back uh, in a few more. Um, and we're just going to break up the chapter and go through verse by verse and pick out some of those insights. So I'm going to read uh, the first five verses and, and see if you can hear um, the women that the, the author discourages and, and the women that he encourages young men to interact with, okay? Uh, so here's the verses. Verse 1. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live. And my law is the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister. And call understanding your nearest kin that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. Okay, well, there you have it. That's the introduction to Proverbs chapter 7. Uh, so let's let's get a little deeper and just think about uh, what's the author saying here and, and what, what does this mean for us today uh, as we fight for sexual integrity um, in this culture that is so, you know, sex-crazed. Um, so verse 1, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. So here you have a father who's passing down a, a sexual ethic to his son. Um, and he's saying, the things that I'm saying to you, uh, hold on to them. Treasure them up in your heart. Okay? And, and so we don't want to gloss over this. This is critical for the development of any young man, um, ideally that his father, uh, that father figure say, okay, I, I know you have a sex drive and all those hormones and, and all these weird feelings as, you, as you're growing and, and busting through puberty. Um, and here's how you need to behave. Okay. You've got to store these things up and embrace them. All right. And it's sad to think that there are many young men who, who don't have that figure um, telling them how to behave in regard to their sexuality. And, and you know, I'm very blessed. I, I look back on my, my teenage years and, and my early teen years, 
Um, I'm incredibly grateful for parents who cared uh, about my my sexuality. And I, man, I think back to a few of those conversations with uh, early on with my mom, and then as I grew more with my dad. And like everybody, you know, it's awkward. It's not necessarily easy for anyone to you know talk to their parents about the birds and the bees. But the reality is, um, I I grew so much from my dad uh, instructing me in those ways and, and warning me of the dangers of pornography and and saying, Wesley, your sex drive is a good thing, but you know it's got a God-given place. Um, again, a lot of those conversations were awkward. I'm not saying, oh, they were easy and, and you just need to go you know, start talking about it with your dad. Uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. Um, but I'm saying they're, they're needed. Um, and if it's not a dad... Uh, as a Christian man, okay, I think you have some responsibility if you have younger men in your church. Um, I think, I look at my college years, um, there was a soccer coach who, he'd been married for uh, around 10, 15 years, and, and he was very open and um, just full of wisdom with me and with with uh, other guys there at Bible College saying, all right, here's how you need to think about sex wisely, Okay, here's here's why you need to fight pornography. Here's what you need to be ready for in marriage. Um, that was huge. And, and then later, when I interned at a church, I could think of a uh, the youth pastor there who you know we just had several really open conversations about this. And and I know that was so helpful and influential for me. Um, and I, I know there are other guys who have who have said the same thing and expressed that same gratitude. And so in this verse one. My son, keep my words. We can't miss that pattern. If a young man is to develop sexual integrity, uh, he desperately needs an older uh, godly man who's, who's been through more of it, uh, pouring into him and giving him guidance on that. Uh, ideally, it starts at home. It starts just like the verse says, my son, so uh, dad to son. Um, and sadly, we have so many men who have shirked their responsibility. We have broken families now. Uh, so again, the church has a very real need here. Um, if, if you are an older man in the church, um, don't be afraid or find ways to talk uh, to younger men about this because they are getting educated sexually, um, but it's by TV shows or their friends at school um, or worse yet, pornography. And, and none of those are really great uh, educators. None of those are good sources of wisdom. Um, so the older man to the younger man giving wisdom, especially in this area of sexuality, that's an absolute necessity. And the young man uh, needs to respond by storing up those commands, by storing up those guidance or the guidance by embracing it. That's the pattern we see here. Um, and that is just so critical, just so critical. So if you're a younger man, find find someone older, a more godly man, and, and don't be afraid to talk about sexuality with him um, and, and say, okay, you know, how can I navigate these years with wisdom? And if you're an older man, uh, don't shy away from those conversations. Search those out. Um, we desperately need that, and, and specifically dads to sons. Um, yes, it is awkward, but work towards creating that relationship where uh, those things are open. And I, I thank God for so many men that have, have filled that gap and, and, and played that role um, in being the giver of wisdom in this area that's critical. Okay, well, verse 2, uh, he says, Keep my commands and live, and my law is the apple of your eye. 
And that first phrase is one of the most powerful here in the section, keep my commands and live. There is life found in being wise sexually. Um, and, and those who have been in a sexual addiction, which is, you know, many of us, uh, you know, the death and, and the dryness that comes from that, you know, spiritual pain and death and emotional death, relational death. Um, but that's where the father is saying, keep my command and you will have life. These commands that you're storing up in your heart, live by them. Uh, that's where the true life is. Uh, anything outside of that will just be pain and, and ultimately death. Uh, but he follows that up. Keep my commands and live. And my law is the apple of your eye. And and this is kind of paired with the, the phrases from verse 3. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So the first word picture, the apple of your eye, you know, the one that you are watching, watching it grow and, and constantly checking on it. And then... In verse 3, bind them on your fingers. Um, think of all the times throughout the day that you use your hands or look at your hands some way. Uh, you know, people write things on their hands if they're trying not to forget it. Um, and, and so he's saying, put these commands of wisdom in front of you all day long, all day, every day, so that you can't miss them. Write them on your fingers and then internally write them on the tablet of your heart. So embrace them. Uh, let them saturate you. And really, this comes back to our, our relationship with the Word of God. Uh, that's where the wisdom is. That's where these uh, these life-giving commands are going to be found. Um, and so find ways, uh, like we covered a little bit in the last episode, uh, to constantly be around God's Word. Um, put it on your fingertips and, and, and watch it daily and, and then... Uh, write it on the tablet of your heart. Um, embrace it and, and let it saturate you. That's the need here. Um, and so that's a, a direct antidote to sexual sin, is is putting those commands all around you and, and constantly in front of you. Okay, well, here's where we get to verse 4. And I don't know if you picked up on it, but these are the ladies you need in your life. And I, I love the contrast that he paints here. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin. So he personifies wisdom, like is done in the first few chapters of, of Proverbs. Um, but it says, call her your sister. And in the, the ancient uh, culture, uh, especially where the Hebrew poetry is originating from, it wasn't uncommon to call even your spouse your sister. And, and how it says, understanding your nearest kin. Um, so the picture that he's painting here is there's a woman that you want to get involved with, that you want to know intimately. <laughs> and, and that woman is not the seductress. It's wisdom. You want to, I mean, you want to go on a date with wisdom. You want to be courting her and constantly with her. Uh, that's kind of the, the contrast that he starts to paint. And I, again, it is funny if you think about it. Um, but he's saying wisdom is far more beautiful, and your relationship with her will be far more rewarding uh, than with the immoral woman, and and you're only going to have one or the other. So the guy who's involved with the immoral woman, um, he's not embracing wisdom, but the guy who's embracing wisdom, uh, he's going to be kept away from the immoral woman. And so you need you need wisdom in your life. You need to be around her a lot, and call understanding your nearest kin. 
Um, so you say again, how do I get understanding? How do I get wisdom? How do I date her? Well, go back to Proverbs 1. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but fools despise it. Okay, so your relationship with God, your knowledge of him, uh, that is where wisdom is going to come from. And, and as you grow and know him more, um, you're going to be, to use the metaphor, dating wisdom. You're going to be embracing her and not the strange woman. And, and notice verse 5. It says that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. Okay, now, Proverbs 7, it's it's clear that he's talking about a, a real live prostitute that this young man goes and finds. Um, but notice his wording there in the first phrase of verse 5, that they may keep you from the immoral woman. And I would say and affirm that the immoral woman today is far more than just um, a real life, tangible woman that you could hook up with. Uh, now we have the immoral woman available through so many different means. Uh, we have Pornhub, we have TikTok, where uh, you can get all kinds of things. We have TV shows uh, where immoral women, you know, flaunt many things. And and so the, the devil will say um, any form of those things, any diet of those is good for you. Uh, but again, you're starting to embrace that immoral woman. And, and then in the second phrase, from the seductress who flatters with her words. So again, that's a very much a tangible, um, that's a real life person. Okay. So what do we do with this? As, as men of God, we have got to be acutely aware of the immoral woman and where she is in our life. Um, it could be on our phone. It could be someone in our workplace that's uh, a little too flirtatious, um, someone that you're letting your guard down with emotionally. Um, if you want to avoid that and avoid the train wreck that comes from from sexual sin, you've got to be embracing wisdom, the fear of the Lord. You've got to put his commands in front of you. You've got to write them on your finger. You've got to write them on the tablet of your heart. Keep them as the apple of your eye, okay? And you're going to have one or the other. And so that's that's the encouragement, man, from these first five verses, before he even he even gets into the craftiness of the harlot and, and the next few verses, uh, he kind of lays out that pattern. My son, listen to my words, treasure them up. Don't let these go. Uh, continually watch them. If you embrace wisdom and you get to know her, she will keep you from the immoral, from the seductress woman. Uh, and, and to have sexual integrity, we've got to stay away from her. We've got to. Um, and so I'll read, I'll read these verses again. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live. And my law is the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister. And call understanding your nearest kin. That they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. Uh, may we be men of wisdom with our sexuality. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. And I, I hope these verses and these thoughts have been an encouragement to you. Um, you know, if you can, you can like or, or comment or whatever it is on, on the platform that you're listening to. Uh, but really, if you made it this far in the podcast and you liked what you heard, it'd be a huge encouragement to me if you could just shoot a text or a Facebook message, say, hey, uh, listen to the podcast. It was it was great or or it wasn't great. And, you know, let me know that, too. Um, it, it'd be a big encouragement uh, to me 
to keep putting these out and uh, exploring where to go uh, with this podcast. So thanks for tuning in today. As always, keep fighting.